All right, we're here to talk about some spring cleaning. What are you going to do around the house to, to spruce up your house, get things ready to go for the summer so that you can relax? Oh, yeah, we got some work to do here. We'll be back and tell you what to do next. Here I come to save the day. Welcome to Mighty House. This is a radio show for people with problems, home improvement problems, that is, and for people who want common sense guidance on how to build green and live a more sustainable lifestyle. Send an email or call into the show. The Mighty House crew is on the job. This is Mighty House. Hey, we're back again. We're talking some spring cleaning for you. So not inside the house. It's warm out. Let's get outside. Let's go do some things around the outside of the house. And uh, before we do that, uh, we want to say thanks to the Niles Design District. Look at that. How do we time <laughs> that? <laughs> perfect again. That's it. NilesDesignDistrict.com. Go check them out. They've got a lot of great stuff. If you're remodeling your home and uh, there's good things to go check out. And again, next month, this is April 21. Um, so in May of 21, we're going to do a whole series on the Niles Design District. Hit it, Rich. Quick, quick. There. Oh, you got it. All right. There we go. <laughs> All right, Keep and uh, of course, hit that subscribe button, click on the bell, and then you'll be notified every time uh, we post something new. And with that, let's get this thing started. What's number one on your list, Rich? I think we should clear the lawn of debris. Debris? You, know, you want to get all of the sticks and dead grass and stuff that's covering all the, the root balls of your trees. You want to get that all cleaned up. Yep, get that, get that out. That can go in your compost pile. Uh, set Absolutely. it off to the side, and then you can reuse that as uh, compost in your beds later once it's com uh, decomposed a little Composted. bit more. Composted. Composted it. All right. Yes. So, and then uh, that goes into you where? Your planting beds. You got to clean beds. those out. Yeah. Like that. Now, Look at that. Of, yeah, but those you don't want to clean out too early. Right. You want, right? That, you this is let good. let them sit till frost is gone, all that, because um, they're holding warmth right now. But mm -hmm. that too, scrape up that excess mulch and throw that in your compost pile right and then get that going you can you can get that all turned and ready to go absolutely uh, so the next one i think is pretty important here and that's to check the elevation around your house and make sure that the grading mm -hmm. is correct and kind of go right. through this a little quick real quick here rich about so this stuff the, what, what's going, well, going on so here. you see how this the grading on this one is back pitched this one here right that's yep. back pitched so the water is going to run to your foundation and then it's always going to keep it wet so correctly you'd want to do something like this where you'd have the water running away from your house so that makes kind of right common sense um but the big thing is is where the dirt is versus your foundation so it's right not here. as clear in that photo because it's a block foundation right so but you want to make sure from the bottom of your brick or wood siding, you want to have four to six inches. You do not want to put dirt up against your house and cover up that line where the foundation meets the first floor. Correct. Whether it's frame, brick, whatever, because that dirt gets in there and it also allows creepy crawlies in. Well, and then water, you know, because in a heavy rain, now that water mm -hmm. sits there, it runs over the top of your foundation and it's, it's coming in the house. Or it's wicking up into your floor joists. It may not actually be visible but it starts to rot out the rim joist around your house. And like you said, creepy crawlies can get in there a little, a lot easier That's now. Right. And because well, people um, don't realize wood will not rot underwater. If it's completely. It's, yes, under. it's, we call it the water line. So it's where it gets wet and dries causes mm -hmm. rot. So it's either bury your house in the lake so that it stays wet. 
<laughs> or elevate it so it stays dry. And then you gotta you gotta hire somebody like Sonar that can run the submarine so that you can walk around your house exactly. and, 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 and exactly. keep it off. Exactly. That's what I was just thinking was turn your house into a submarine this right. spring. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> so, and there's another way to dry the ground around your house. So by actually using wood ash, uh, and this could be from your fireplace from the winter. Oh, geez. I got to find, I got to find those. There. there it is. Oh, oh, sorry. <laughs> but if you have an outdoor fireplace or an indoor fireplaces and you've been burning wood all winter by sprinkling that ash around the perimeter of your house, that'll help dry that soil. And it makes it less attractive for those same creepy crawlies. Right. And I think it doesn't, isn't that good for your, your flower beds and stuff too? To, to, to mix it's that beneficial. in. beneficial. It becomes it, a mulch. <laughs> see? See? We're, oh, we've got a whole bunch of things going on with that. So That's right. you put that ash around the, the perimeter of your house, and that, that keeps mm -hmm. helps keep the cre keep, uh, creepy crawlies away. But right. you all, again, you want to make sure you're not building it up too much, because I always went with eight inches between the top of foundation and the grade. You're saying four to six. Which, yeah, I mean, uh, it's going to depend on age of your house and where you live. Most right. new homes probably would be eight inches. Right. But, you know, if you live in a 100-year-old house, that's when we really push, watch for the back pitching because somebody who's been building flower beds, they added a sidewalk. Well, the sidewalk's yep. higher than your top of foundation. Then you put in a planting bed. Now you're creating a back pitch situation. So that's why we say make sure you inspect that closely, yep. particularly older homes. New building codes require drainage plan so right. it's unlikely you'd run into that problem with a newer home right and you know every year people add more mulch to the flower beds around their house and pretty you know, it just builds up builds up builds up and exactly and eventually it's over that top of foundation so you want to make sure and you get, I, get rid of it yeah and the worst i've seen is when they take landscape timbers and literally raise the flower bed <laughs> around the house you know what yeah. i mean because they want that elevated look and it's like yeah no don't do right that. Because yeah, that's what you're doing when you're tilling is you're literally digging up the soil. And if you do that right in front of your house, you might as well be putting in a, a, a self-made puddle. Sure. Sure. Exactly. Uh, so self-made so, puddle. Okay. There you go. So next thing is clean the gutters. We went and found Mike Novak. We, here, look. Mike Novak's there he out there. Looking he's cleaning his gutters. Cleaning out all that debris. <laughs> he's got He's slide. Look at it. He's close to the edge. He's going to slide right off of there. He's, he's sitting like on the leaves. His shoelace may hold him there. Oh, oh yeah. It's, it's, his shoelace is caught on there, or his pant leg <laughs> will get right. caught on the corner of the gutter. So clean the gutters out and uh, make sure you check the downspouts right here, too. You want to make sure that those are also clear. Some yes. people just take the blower and they blow the leaves out of the gutter, but they never clean out the downspout. Well, that could be clogged and be, cause problems. So that needs to be cleaned out. Make sure it's flowing out and, and goes down and all the water is running properly. So. If you'd like yeah. to know more about gutters and cleaning gutters, Where can we, we find have that? a video on that. Do we? Yeah. If you're already here at the YouTube channel, you might as well scroll down. <laughs> Come yeah. back to this one, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, but that was on gutter guards, wasn't it? It's, it's true. Yes. That's on are, gutter guards. There are some good tips about how to clean your gutter and keep them clean. Yes. So that you, you pick the right thing. Pick Correct. the right guard yes. for your gutter. Mm -hmm. And, of course, Mike Novak's up there. He yeah. knows... He knows he's not going to fall down because he's wearing his New Balance. That's right. Well, the thing with Mike, he's such an avid gardener. He's not cleaning his gutters. He's looking for more mulch for his yeah. compost. <laughs> That's where he keeps his compost. That's where he composted. When he sees the little trees, he knows his compost is ready to go. That's right. <laughs> it's fresh. 
<laughs> I did not pick. Yeah, so sorry. This picture might look familiar. Yes, it is. Look at what that. What we wanted to bring up here is picture on the top and the picture on the bottom. Look where the downspout is. It extends a minimum three to four feet from your foundation. Yep. Again, key, get the water away from the house. Right, right. You know, That's exactly especially it. Especially if you have basements or vented crawl spaces. Correct. And you may live in the city where you have storm sewers and, and it goes into the storm sewer. That's great. Mm -hmm. um, but if you you live out, you want to make sure this is pointed right at the neighbor's house. So it's not coming into your house. Right? Isn't that what you do? You take it right to the lot line and put it on the neighbor's yard. No, they kind of frown <laughs> upon that. But again, older homes, quite possible. Yeah. <laughs> take you it know, as far you as you can go. at the bottom of the hill, you're getting everybody's water. <laughs> That's right. Right. Uh, and that's how it works. And if you've got one of these, this is your backyard. You, you really don't have a choice and it all continues to rise and go up like that. Take that downspout around the corner and uh, and take it around the corner or put in some drain tile and take that around the outside right. and take it to the lower part away. of your yard. So that, that way you're, you're directing that water away from your foundation. Mm -hmm. uh, get somebody other than Mike Novak to inspect your roof. Yes. So, and the chimneys and that kind of stuff. You can see this one's got some cracks. It's this this chimney's got some issues, and I think the yeah, roof does too. On that was bad. The roof looks like it's got enough fungi to throw a party. <laughs> that's what's keeping the water out. All oh, the fungi. That's what. That's what. But keeping no, you want to get up if if you're not comfortable getting on your roof, just have hire somebody to come out and do a roof assessment or an inspection. And what you're looking for is cracked shingles, curled shingles you know, things, and we'll do a show on roofing and explain why the shingles curl and all that because we don't have enough time today. If you'd uh, like to know more, <laughs> if you'd like to know more and see a video about uh. roofing, go ahead. You're already here at the YouTube channel. <laughs> yeah, we did roof venting. So, yeah, we true. We've but in yeah. that episode, you guys talk about looking for soft spots while you're up there. Right. You guys look. Uh, you guys also talk about um, what kind of guards might be up there, anyway. So there, there are plenty of good information nuggets just hidden throughout all these videos. Right. That's right. Don't just take the title for 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 face value. Oh no. Oh no. Not at all. <laughs> yes. Even if by accident, you'll probably learn something. Yeah, that's right. That's the whole idea. Yeah. That's yes. the whole idea. Look out for the stilettos. That's the one where you really got to go. Oh, yes, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that, that was a difficult one. You got to watch out for those. All right. Okay, cut, along. <laughs> cutting branches back from the roof. Yeah, that's excessive right there. That's that's excessive. So you want to one guy. Yeah. So yeah, there you go. That's a better idea. So like this branch that comes over, that's just a raccoon highway right there. Yes, it is. So when you start finding out you got raccoons or squirrels or possum in your attic, because they just ripped the roof vent off. Yep. But that's how they're getting there. So you want to cut that branch back so that they because even if they jump to your roof, they won't make a home there because it's just too much of a pain to get off. Correct. So Correct. That's and nice. like this one, back. that's that's laying on the roof. The wind's blowing it. It's rubbing the uh, roofing back and forth, and it's going to rip all the granules off of those shingles and wear them out sooner. So over okay. time, they can they can do some damage when the when the when the branches are moving back and forth on your roof like that. So absolutely uh, cut those back. Cut Next up. Back. Take a look flashing at and caulking. Yes. And is this a good flashing job right here? Yeah, it's got a little kick out, but I'm <laughs> thinking you might want to put a little more something there. 
Yeah, they just they just went ahead and whacked a hole in the stucco there, and then of course they drove a nail to hold it back in. Or, or this is probably EFAS system. That, so, that's probably well, what it looks if like. that's let's just say that's just a piece of siding. But if you have water running down there, hitting that thing, it's going to have water go behind it, and it yep. will work its way. Small amounts, but it'll get through that nail hole, yep. and it'll start rotting that area slowly but surely, and and you will end up with a larger repair. So yeah, look for things that just don't look copacetic, right? They should right. look nice. Yeah, yes. you see something like that. I mean, I'm not a trained contractor by <laughs> any any means, but if if I was walking on a roof, which I assume is where flashings are, sure. Um, I, <laughs> I, I see this uh, automatic. It might as well be a red flag right there. Yeah. Yes. If it looks yes. bad, it probably is bad. <laughs> Well, and something like that might be that they had water staining going down the wall. Yep. You know, maybe the water was flying along there and it was kick. you know, so it was actually staining the wall past the gutter. Yep. So this is not a bad idea of a repair, but it is still an incomplete repair. Yeah. So they put the kick out flashing there. They diverted the water away from the wall, but they never went back and resealed. They, all this, the, this should have been yeah. restuccoed in correctly. Yeah. So, um, Next up, we we got numbers. Number ten, number yeah. ten is very special. As as very special to Rich's heart. So well, I'm going to let him take this lots one. of well, lots of people. I mean, I used to grill all winter long. It didn't matter how cold it was. We'd go yep. out and use the grill. But not everybody does that. Some of them are just breaking it out in the spring, and you want to make sure it's clean. So you want to make sure that the burners are all operating properly. Maybe disassemble it and clean it with soap and water, and use a toothpick clean out all the holes. Right. Um, but this little here, trick here for cleaning out the, the top of the grill, cut an onion in half and rub that across when the grill's hot, and it'll actually clean it. And then it also creates a nonstick surface for a amount of time. It's not like, you know, true Teflon. But because they're telling you, don't use those stainless steel scrubby brushes. Right. Because the stainless steel brushes, those bristles can break off. And if they get stuck in any of the debris on your grill, it can inadvertently get into your food, and if you swallow them, it can wreak havoc with your system. Yes. So, unfortunately, there's rises in those cases. Uh-huh. So, you know, we actually, we still use a stainless steel brush. It really? But, I always do, but yes, but then I go over the whole thing with the onion. Oh. Because <laughs> onion doesn't do, doesn't, onions don't make good scrapers. Oh, you st so you still need <laughs> you know the scraper. I mean? So you use the one for scraping it, and then use the onion to make sure it's actually cleaned. Uh-huh. And then, you know, so that's how I do it. Okay, excellent. But as long as you're aware, right? You're checking. That's right. You're looking for it. So, right. uh, cleaning next up. windows. All those window cleaning products out there, yeah, necessary. Pretty much ammonia water and newspaper. Uh huh. I I personally I like the squeegee. I I can't do windows, and usually when I'm done with the windows, they look worse. Doesn't matter mm -hmm. what I do, but when I've used the squeegee, it, they come out halfway decent. At least you can see through them when I get done. You know. Well, do you have your your dry rag so that after you make a pass, yeah, you wipe your squeegee to do before because that gets rid of that second water line that you end up so. right. That's why I've got jeans on. I take the squeegee you know, whoosh, across my jeans yeah, and then next one. So then, if you're actually doing that, you know, there's maybe I'm a little OCD, but if you do all the exteriors <laughs> up and down and all the interiors left and right, uh huh. So then, when you see a line in your window, you know which side it's on. Yeah, you could do that. Yeah, and if you got the newer ones, you just tip it in, you do the inside, and you tip it yeah, back that, up. Yeah, that's kind of nice. Yeah, those or are Or the nice. casements that open to 100 degrees, so you can just reach out. Reach past it. I think, I think sonar's moving along. Move along. <laughs> oh, <I'm sorry>. Windows. <laughs> <laughs> Windows. 
excuse me. <laughs> yes, you want to clean those window wells in your basements and the window sills. You know, if you don't want to rebuilding up, but window wells typically have a drain in the bottom of them that's tied to either your drain tile or a French drain outside. A lot of them are tied to your drain tile. Not a big fan of that because you know you're going to get water in those and yep. you're putting it directly into a link to your basement. But yep. it is what it is. Some are just filled with gravel. It's a French drain. You know, it depends on your climate, how much rain you get. But make sure those are cleaned out. So, again, you won't have critters. Right. You know, and they, they make rock on the bottoms nice. You can see the, the covers. That, that's a steel grate to go over it so nobody falls into it. But they also make um, plexiglass covers that will go over to help keep the water out. So right. It, right now, that debris can still get between the rails of all this. So if you did a plexiglass cover on it, then that'll keep the debris out, keep it clean inside, keeps the water out, and less water issues. You know, a lot of times these will overflow, and then that's mm -hmm. how you get water in the basements because the, it just can't keep up if it doesn't have a drain in it. The only thing with so, the well covers, please watch the rating on them, depending on the size of the cover, because they're more decorative than functional in the yep. sense that you can't stand on them. Correct. So there have been cases of people standing on them and falling in and, you know, thinking that they can stand them. No, no stand on you. Right. No standing. Yeah. They're there to make sure you don't fall in, not jump right. in. Right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, so what do we do now? Tasks, well, these few tasks were actually all set up so that you didn't have to kill yourself every weekend. We'd like you to take advantage of it. Yeah. See? Take it easy. Don't do more than you can accomplish. You know, don't bite off more than you can chew, the old saying. And don't do it if you don't have the tools. Sure. You know, that's when you tell the wife, yes, I'm willing to do it, but I must buy a new tool to build right. to my collection. <laughs> <laughs> and sometimes, like window washing, the best tool is your checkbook. Sweet. No, your checkbook. Your checkbook. <laughs> <laughs> I can't do windows, but I can write that check, and it looks perfect when I'm done. It's well, perfect. And then you'll be in your hammock like that while the guy's working? That's right. Yep, yelling drinking, out, yelling out, you missed a spot. That's right, with my Jack and Coke, I'm sitting there just rocking back and forth. Yeah, <clears throat> there you go. Yeah, that's it. Perfect. So, so that's your that's your stuff you want to go do in the spring. Just that's some it. Things around the house to get yourself fixed up. Yep, get your get your house squared away. And now that that all that list gets done, you can you can sit there and do this. You can go on vacation. You can hang out and have a good time. And you know things are ready to go, and you don't have to worry about the house. So exactly. With that, we'll say make sure you hit that subscribe button and uh, click on the bell. And if you got any questions, just post them down below. We're starting to get questions in the emails and stuff. So you can always also go to mightyhouse.net and uh, mm -hmm. click on the contact us page and sign up for the newsletter. And uh, click on boom, done. And uh, we'll send you that. That goes out every week. And, of course, we'll say one more time, thanks to the Niles Design Center, which is not there yet, but it'll rotate back. <laughs> wait, wait. Wait. Hold. There. Hey, the Niles Design <laughs> District. There you go. All right. All right, you guys. Keep it square and level. Until, Until next, next time. time. Until next time. All right. This house is messed up, dude. Look at that. Sideways. I know. Yeah. Where do you think it's that far out of level, or is the grade that off? I, yeah, I think, I think it fell that far. Worst Airbnb <laughs> ever. <laughs> Half a star. <laughs> Bring your own tent and sleeping bag. <laughs> Located on Milwaukee Avenue, the Niles Design District is a home improvement destination for consumers, designers, and contractors. For those looking to renovate a kitchen or a bathroom, expand with a new addition, or enhance their curb appeal, the Niles Design District in Niles, Illinois offers everything in one convenient location. It's your road to a better home.